What up? Say! B, call us if there's any trouble, okay? Cole, don't cause any trouble. I bet B has boys over at your place all the time. That's what babysitters do. Seriously, have you ever been awake after she's fallen asleep? What's going on ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Val from Sideshow Conversations and today we're making a little bit of history. Today we are unveiling my new segment. Um, if you heard my old podcast before and things I've done here on Bumpers and iTunes, I love re reviewing movies, TV shows, etc. And I kind of came up with this segment when I was just talking to friends about, you know, sometimes they feel bored on Netflix or Hulu or just watching TV in general or the movies. And they feel like there's nothing to watch. So that's my segment today. It's called Nothing to Watch. And I kind of want to be that person that gives you that perspective that there are many things to watch on TV, many things to watch on Netflix or Hulu. Sometimes you just got to give it a chance, and I want to be that person that gives these strange things uh, a chance, whether it be um, a movie that came out in 2007, whether it be a TV show that came out in 2011, whether it's a new series like Stranger Things, whether it's um, a new Netflix or Hulu original, Amazon Prime original. I want to be that person that kind of gives you that nudge to say, you know what, I'm going to go check that out now. So, we're starting off with this today. Today is a movie that I've been eyeing down for the last couple of, uh, I want to say, days or weeks. And I just haven't had a time due to um, circumstances. But I'm finally feeling better. I'm finally feeling up to the task to kind of take these uh, movies down. The ones that uh, I've been eyeing down specifically. So, today's uh, film is going to be 2017's Netflix original. That debuted October 13th, Friday the 13th. Which is The Babysitter. Now, before we get started, I kind of want to give a little twist with this. Since this is Sideshow Conversations, I kind of want to give a little carny lingo with this. So, I have a little bit of a rating system. Uh, 86ing it just means I'm tossing this show. Kind of means that I really didn't like it whatsoever. So, we're just going to 86 that bad boy. Or, it's a big top for me. It's the highest honor I could give a movie right about now. So those are the two I'm starting off with. Just 86 in it or giving it a big top. And um, hopefully when we continue this, maybe I'll just throw some more jogging your way. But I kind of want to keep with the whole Carney theme going on here. So we're going to start off with this. The Babysitter. Now, this was catching my eye just with the, the preview alone. It kind of looked very, very different than other movies on Netflix. Um had an all-star cast. It was directed by MCG. Um, he's better known for that crazy non-canon, they want to call it Terminator Salvation movie, but he's done different things. Producer and executive producer on, um, you're looking at Supernatural, La Femme Nikita, and a couple of things of that nature as well too. So he has some chops, and I think maybe that Salvation film is just wasn't his baby. And he didn't get really get a chance to really give an audience something that he loves. And it seems he loves nostalgic things. Um, and the babysitter does play a lot of nostalgia. 
I'll tell you that. It's pretty fun, but it's also, it harkens back to a lot of um, 80s tropes, but in a good way. 80s and 90s tropes. Um, stars Judah Lewis, who's the main character, plays Colt. Uh, Samara Weaving plays B. Uh, Robbie Amell, who is hilarious in this movie. And a person that people kind of stood away from this movie for when I was axing around and just saying, Hey, you, have you heard of this movie? Yeah, I heard of it. And I don't want to watch it because Bella Thorne is in it. I want to tell you this much, people. Whenever there's an actor, actress in a movie, show, etc., don't be put off because you never know. Sometimes that person um, just didn't give the best performance or still just finding their groove into this world. And you know what? I think Bella Thorne's going to surprise you. So anyway, um, off the back, I'm going to say it right now. You know, not going to pull any punches. I give this movie a big top already. Give it like five big tops. I, I say that because um, we're living in a time and age with movies like It... Um, uh, things like Stranger Things, we're looking looking at a time where it's harkening back to just simple movies. At the same time, these movies that just resonate with us, the the childhood um, era of being independent at twelve years old and taking down the world and taking down the bad guys, but in a PG thirteen R rated manner. <laughs> I mean, um, this movie doesn't pull back punches with gore and cussing, so this is not for. Um, a 10-year-old or a 9-year-old. Hell, I don't even know if my daughter could watch this. Maybe she can. She's seen some crazy stuff before. But the same token, though, um, this is more for an adult audience or at least an audience that I, I, I can say can appreciate a film like this. Uh, if I give a little synopsis of the movie, um, stars Cole, who is uh, Judah Lewis, um, loves his babysitter, B. She's hot, funny, popular. And B's basically his go-to best friend, you know, she's like 16 years old, while Cole's 12 years old, um, Cole's your prototypical nerd, gets bullied around from school, um, bullied around from neighborhood kids, who are hilarious by the way, Cole's just very antisocial, very scared of things as well too, you know, uh, just doesn't have that drive to do anything, and when you meet, when you see B, B is that person that kind of gives them that nudge that they've known each other for at least a year, I want to say. And, you know, basically she's been his best friend. Of course, you know, he has, you know, those Google eyes for, for a little miss me miss right there. But the same token, though, um, they kind of play like a best friend dynamic in a way, which is cool. Uh, if you see B in the beginning of this movie, you're going to love her. You're going to love the fact that she makes like uber geek references, talking about Spock and Predator and Alien and who would be their intergalactic um, dream team to fight off like Xenomorphs. It's hilarious. Um, so you, you get the geek factor a lot in this, in this movie. Um, so you get Cole, basically, like I said, your prototypical nerd. Um, parents, parents going away. You know, your typical trope where, hey, we're going to leave you with the babysitter. You know, I understand, you know, you're a little boy, but you're the man of the house. But at the same time, you know, brush your teeth, be be in bed by 9 o'clock, and yada, yada, yada. Um, so it plays those old tropes there. Um, I will say this. This movie, uh, it reminds me 
of a lot of movies that come out these days where they have setup points. This is a setup movie. And when I mean setup movie, it's a movie where you're looking at every little thing, and even though it's laid out for you, you know that specific knife there, that's a specific car, toy car that's on the floor, that um, treehouse that's a little shaky. All these things are going to play a bigger part in the movie. And sometimes I kind of get mad at those movies. I'm like, oh, you're just spelling out the movie for me. But this one just works because the whole movie flows. You know, it takes you, uh, it takes you aback, honestly. This is, it, it reminds you, you know what? If anything, this movie is like an R-rated Home Alone. Yes, people, I'm going to rank it that high. Because of the fact, I'm not going to say that Cole, um, beautiful Lewis is like Macaulay Culkin whatsoever. But if there was an R-rated Home Alone, this is the movie to see. So, um, parents leave, uh, Cole and B are just hanging out, having a good time, you know, eating pizza, dancing. Honestly, this is like a white boy's wet dream right about now, seriously. Um, you're in a big house, you know, you have lots of things to play with. They have a smoke machine in a giant backyard and a freaking, um, I want to say a projector back there where they could watch old um, Clint Eastwood movies and reenact them on a big giant projector with smoke screens. I'm sorry, nobody in the hood has that. So <laughs> it's a white boy's wet dream for sure. So they have their little day just, you know, hanging out and, you know, Cole has a little friend as well too, um, played by, let me just get her name up here so I can sound a tad bit professional, Emily Aline Lid. Um, she's basically the girl that oh, you know likes Cole, but she's not gonna say anything. So she's like, you know, you know what babysitters do when they babysit you, right? They put you to bed early and they party. You know, they have orgies and stuff, and it's hilarious because movie like spells out everything for you. You know, basically little pop ups. If you ever seen like uh, that movie Sex Drive, where little pop ups happen, kind of like that. You know, Cole hears orgy, so you know he looks at the phone. He, instantly see him typing orgy and like a whole bunch of things popping up. It's hilarious. So he decides, yeah, you know what? Tonight, you know, I'm gonna stay up. I'm gonna see what she does. I wanna see you know, if she brings anybody over or what actually happens. I'm always knocked out every time, you know, past, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. So before they go to bed, you know, Cole's like confessing a lot of stuff to be. He's like, you know, I'm lonely, life sucks, I'm a nerd, I get bullied. And you know, she gives him a little vow of confidence. She's like, hey, yo, don't worry. Stop it. I'm going to give you a shot. A shot of what? I don't know, but I'm going to give you some liquor. And just to, you know, get you to bed. And he's like, um, alright, sure. You're a horrible babysitter, but why not? You know, you're hot. So, she gives him a shot. Automatically looks kind of suspect, because Cole's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of scared about drinking. So he kind of whimpers at her and is like, hey, you're not going to have this shot with me. So, you know, total trope. She leaves. Um, and, you know, he pours it into, like, a plant. And he's like, oh, so good. Ah, uh, she's like, oh, all right, sure, no problem. She takes her shot. She's like, get to bed. Dude goes to bed, supposedly. And, you know, he just stays up for a couple of hours. And you hear some people come inside the house. Um, this is where you get Bella Thorne, Hannah Mae Lee, and Robbie Amell. You know, and they're all playing these just... <laughs> these stereotypical characters, you know, Robbie Amell is playing that very buffed up jock that's very just amped up of things, you know, Hannah Mae is just playing the very sophisticated artsy kind of girl, uh, Bella Thorne, 
cheerleader, bitchy cheerleader. That's really about it. And then you have a, a little bit of a nerd in there too. You know, he just seems like out of it, but he's there just to be there. And of course, of course, of course, of course, one of the best guys here, um, Andrew Bachelor, who's hilarious. Andrew Bachelor in this is just too, 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 too funny. If anything, he steals the whole, the the whole movie. Honestly, Andrew Bachelor steals the whole movie for me. Even though he's in it for a short amount of time, to me. He has the funniest parts. So they're there. They're all playing spin the bottle. And Cole's on the barricade just sneaking there, taking a look. And they're playing, you know, a little spin the bottle, just asking truthfully their questions as well, too. And out of nowhere, you know, they're like looking at B and saying, hey, B, truth or dare. Of course, she, you know, as a daring young lady, she's got, you know, say dare. And basically, she's like, all right, I'm going to go, um, dude, Robbie Amell is like, go kiss everybody in this room. So she's like, sure. So you get this crazy ass scene of just, you know, lesbianist action and making out here and there. And Cole's up there getting a stiffy and shit like, what the hell's going on? And then, you know, you see B go to the nerdy dude. And she's like, hey, you know, it's your turn. Dude's like, I don't know, I don't know. And you kind of see Cole, like... Picturing himself and this nerdy kid like, I would be this kid at that age, so my life must suck, I guess, because I can't even score at that age, I guess. And, you know, she makes out with this nerdy dude, B, and all of a sudden, she pulls out some steak knives and literally stabs the dude in the head. Dude, she stabs the dude in the head with two steak knives. Directly! And this movie does not pull punches, there's blood, there's brains flying out, and you see everybody just like getting like this whole satanic ritual going on, and there's cups, and they're gathering blood, and they bring almost a Necronomicon out from, from <laughs> Evil Dead, you know, it's like a satanic bible, and they're chanting shit, and this just freaks Cole out. Cole's just like, what the fuck? And he, you know, he goes, this is room, Cole's 911. You know, it says that, you know, my babysitter's killing everybody, yada, yada, yada. And then it goes into, like, Ultra MacGyver mood for some reason. Um, like I said, this movie is, it, 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 it's weird to an extent, but in a good way. You know, he calls old Macaulay Culkin. He starts, like, making traps in his room and getting a pocket knife. And yeah, that's all I really got to spoil for this movie right there. I only gave you that much to kind of give you a nudge to get in this. Um, it goes batshit. You know, it goes batshit crazy. There's blood, guts everywhere. They don't pull any punches like I was saying before. You know, you know Robbie's character just being the, the crazy jock that looks like he's on, hopped up on Mountain Dew all day, running around shirtless trying to kill people for crowbar. You know, Hannah's, you know, very laid back, chill kind of character, very methodical, very cerebral. I kind of want to just stab your kneecaps kind of character. You know, Bella Thorne being like just like the prissy bitch, like I'm entitled. I need to kill you because, you know, I have a motive and that motive is because I'm pretty. Um, she's actually pretty funny, people. Give Bella Thorne a chance in this movie because she's pretty, pretty funny. Um, you know, Samara, and if anything, maybe that's the only thing. Samara doesn't really have a clear motive. But still, she has, she has characteristics that are awesome, though. You'll love her. You'll love her as a character. You'll fall in love with her. She'll break your heart as well, too. Uh, even Emily's character, um, she's just adorable. She, you want her to be the girl that Cole chooses at the end. You want her to be this little, you know... The romance brewing, and if anything, she's a little badass herself, so this movie's great. 
Um, I recommend it to anybody who loves that whole slasher, over-the-top kind of film. This is very over-the-top. really is. Blood, guts, brain splatter everywhere. You know, ridiculous kills, ridiculous onslaughts of characters that make no sense. They should have happened, but it happens. I don't, Like I said, I don't want to spoil that much of all the, the blood and gore, but it's a fun, gory movie. Enjoy it. This is going to be a cult classic. I believe it. I feel it. If um, it gets enough word of mouth, people are going to absolutely love this movie. And I'm happy to review it because it's been something that I've been wanting to do for a while. I just haven't had a chance to. just didn't have the time to do it. Now that I do, I absolutely love this movie. Like I said, I give it a big top. Big top people. So enjoy it. It's on Netflix. You know, rate it. Make sure that Netflix is producing more movies like this. You know, support movies like this because, you know, not a lot of people take chances out there. This does harken back to the to the whole Stranger Things, It kind of movie where it's just coming to an age story. Even Cole's character. You know, as much as people are trying to kill him throughout the whole movie... They're also building him up as well, too. He's learning life lessons. You know, he's he's learning how to stand up to bullies. He's learning how to overcome his fear of like, driving or, I'll, I'll throw you that Easter egg, or his fear of arachnids and things of that nature or just being alone, you know, or even trying to get the girl. There's so many things out there that they're actually helping him with while also trying to kill him. Literally, too. You'll see these, these parts. They're hand in hand. Hilarious. But support it. It's a great movie. I love it. Um, there you go. I know this is short and sweet. I kind of wanted to make it short and sweet so you guys can kind of uh, get a taste of what I can give you again. Um, if you kind of want to find me, I'm here at Bumpers at the Side Show Conversations. I'm also at the Kimura Chronicles with your boy Jay Rance doing all MMA talk, whether it's Bushido Battleground, whether it's Bellator, whether it's UFC and MMA. We're there to talk to, to you guys about it. News, breaking news, rumors, rants, all of it. So, yeah. Um, I want you guys to join a parade. I want you guys to kind of join us in this in this ride that we're doing, whether it's Kamora Chronicles with me and Jay or just me in general doing what I love doing right here, which is podcasting, telling stories, having a good old time. If you want to reach me, though, you can reach me at UncannyV, Val Cisco, on Twitter. Um, I actually made a Facebook page for Sideshow Conversations, so just in case y'all want to talk about the podcast or in general, if you guys just want to let you freak out and not too much, but you know, just talk about everything, geek culture, pro wrestling, comic books, everything, games, news, what have you, Dragon Ball Z, bring it, have fun with it, because I'm having fun with it as well too. The more content and uh, comments and discussions we have, the better this podcast can be for you guys, because ultimately this is for everybody else, and this is for the fun. I feel like that's what I love about this podcast is that I'm having a lot of fun. Almost lost my smile, but I recovered it. I'm back on the on the bandwagon, and uh, we're just going to keep on rolling. Um, so once again, thank you, Bumpers, for the support. Um, you're giving me an outlet to achieve what I want to achieve right here. I'm only going to get better day in, day in, day in, and day out. Um, yeah, so you can hit me up on iTunes and Podcast Republic, Sideshow Conversations. You have all my content there, my old content still there from what I was doing before as well too if you want to go down memory lane. Um, I know your boy Jay Rance is on iTunes as well too with the Kimura Chronicles, so subscribe people, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Have fun with us because uh, we're having a blast with this. Uh, I know I'm having a blast. I love podcasting. I love doing this. 
I love going out there doing in, doing interviews, going out and just putting that grind in. So if if you're liking what I have to bring to the table, then I must be doing a good job then. So um, I'm tapping out, people. I'm calling it a day. Anyway, thank you for the love, for the support. You know, have trust in yourself and have trust in others as well too. Thank you again.